What's up, everyone? Welcome to The Well. My name is Drew, and I'm so excited to be back with another episode. You guys really showed out on the last one. Let me tell you, my heart was so full reading all the messages I received, all the phone calls I got. It made me so happy. God exceeded my expectations, and you guys are so amazing. He gets all of the glory and... Honestly, I am really nothing without him. Like I couldn't do this thing without him. It's a privilege and an honor to be used by God. I thank you guys so much. I thank God so much. Episode one turned out exactly the way that it was meant to. And I'm so grateful for that because I had to come up against a lot of spiritual warfare just to get that episode launched. And some of you may know this, others may not, but I had originally wanted to launch not just an audio version of the podcast, but also a video version. And so I recorded the first episode maybe four or five times trying to make video version work. And to make a long story short, it just didn't end up working. So I ended up recording episode one again a week before the launch date, which isn't that big of a deal. I just wanted to get ahead of all the episodes. I wanted to have several done ahead of time so that all I would have to do is click post. And I felt like it would be easier on me. I was trying to make things easier on me and all of that. But God was like, nah, girl, we need real time audio versions over here. And honestly, I feel like it's more authentic that way. So it is what it is. You know, that's the goal of this podcast to be real, authentic, true to myself and all of the things. So I'm excited and I hope that you all continue to tune in. I loved all the feedback and God is just so good. He is doing his thing, you guys. So for this episode, I want to share a conversation I had the other day with God. And I want to say this first before I get into it. God is no respecter of persons. What he's done for me, he will do for you. So when I say that I hear from God, you also have the ability to hear from God. But you have to believe that by faith in order to receive his voice. God is speaking all the time and he desires this type of connection with all of his children. He desires that dialogue, that conversation, that intimacy with all of his children. God has really been dealing with me when it comes to the areas of expectation and identity. And today I wanna really focus on the power of expectation. So recently during my prayer time, God asked me a question and he said, Drew, what is it that you want me to do? And I'm going to read a scripture before I get deep in this. Matthew 7 verse 7 through 11. I'm going to read it out of the NLT. This is Jesus speaking. And I want you guys to really pay attention to the way Jesus paints this picture. I love Jesus. He's so real. And he's like, I need you to get what I'm saying right now. And in my Bible, the title of this passage of scripture is called Effective Prayer. And it says, keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, everyone who seeks finds, and to everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. You parents, if your children ask you for a loaf of bread, Do you give them a stone instead? Or if they ask you for a fish, do you give them a snake? Of course not. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give good gifts to those who ask him? In the last episode, I talked a little bit about how my prayer used to be a prayer of God help my unbelief. 
Now, this belief isn't only something that I struggled with when it came to the way I viewed myself, but I also struggled with it when it came to the way that I viewed God. My prayer life in the past hasn't been the best when it came to asking God for things I needed for myself specifically. Like I could pray for others, no problem, and believe for others, no problem. But when it came to believing in God for myself, I struggled. And I didn't realize this until my boyfriend, Jacob, brought it to my attention. We were praying together one day and it was my turn to do the prayer. And after the prayer, he gently was like, um, you don't ask for things. You don't ask God for things. And I was like, what? He was like, you pray and you talk to God about things, but you don't follow up and ask him to do anything about what it is you're dealing with. And I sat there and I was silent because first of all, you are not about to come for me like this. Like I had to really take a step back and realize this ain't even Jacob, Drew. You ain't even talking to Jacob right now. You're having a whole encounter with the spirit of God. And it was so true. My expectations over time had grown weak. So he looks at me and he's like, why is that? And I didn't have an answer. And one thing about me, y'all, is that if I really want to, I can pretend. I can put on a front all day long, give me the Oscar, I'm her, even while in ministry, I was so full of unbelief. I just didn't believe that God, deep down, would do things for me personally. So I never really asked him. So when God was dealing with me about this aspect of expectation, I knew exactly what it was about. God, you've dealt with my mind, you've cleared some things out of the way, and now I can have an expectation. And listening to Jacob and the way that he prays, it inspires me because he doesn't hold back in the way that I would. For example, Jacob has something specific that he prays about, and he prays about that thing, that same thing, every single day. Every day. He doesn't waver. He prays every single day, and it's because he has an expectation. And I think that's the struggle for a lot of us. We pray once, and when it doesn't happen, we give up. But you've got to keep your expectation close and continue praying. His faith in God has helped me go deeper in mine. And I'm ready now, y'all. I'm ready to hold tight to those expectations. I'm learning a lot about it. And when you Google and research what expectation means, it literally means belief. A strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. It's one thing to have faith. But it's a whole other thing to expect. Expectation is the action that you put behind your faith. It's preparation. When a woman is pregnant and she's expecting a baby to come, she makes preparations. She builds a nursery. She buys diapers. She has a baby shower. She buys a crib. She buys baby bottles. She makes preparations because she has an expectation. When you're planning a trip, You make preparations. You go out and you buy what you need for that trip. When you order food at a restaurant, you place the order, you sit and you wait in expectation because you know that the food is coming any minute. This is the season that we're in. I challenge you to go through every area of your life and spell out what it is that you need God to do for you. You think that you know what it is that you want or need from God until God is sitting you down and asking you such a question. I myself am still trying to make it plain. 
like that question, it was really deep for me because it pushed me to define the desires of my heart. And that's not to say that God doesn't already know what the desires of my heart are, right? It's not because he's not God. It's not because he's not sovereign. He knows all. But what I'm finding through my conversations with him is that he's trying to make sure that I know what I really want. He's trying to make sure I know what I need from him. It's time to start preparing for what you're believing for. This is a lot about preparation on our part because we have to be active participants in whatever it is that God is trying to do in our lives. And we also have to seek him to figure out what it is that he's going to require of us. What are some practical ways that you can partner with God? Because this relationship we have with him, it is a partnership. So what can you do? Like if I'm sitting up here and I'm praying and I'm asking God to help me on my weight loss journey, but I'm eating donuts every single day, like make it make sense. You have to put action behind your faith because faith without works is dead. Romans 4 verse 20 through 21, it says, Abraham never wavered in believing God's promise. In fact, his faith grew stronger. And in this, he brought glory to God. He was fully convinced that God is able to do what he promises. What has God promised you? Because your faith in him and the things that he's promised you will bring him glory. Are you fully convinced? Whatever it is that God promises, he can and he will do. Scripture says that God is not a man that he should lie. So if he said it, that settles it. If you've stopped believing in God, if you've stopped believing that God is capable, my question to you would be why? Like, let's really deal with that here. I know for me, I stopped believing for a while because I was, quote, trying to protect myself from disappointment. But all it did was lead to even more disappointment because the reality was I didn't have it because I wasn't asking for it. I want you to really think about that. What do you need God to do? Can you get specific? Can you go to him again? Can you circle your prayers over and over and over again until they're answered? See, one of the ways that God helped me with my unbelief was through his word. He took me to Romans chapter 12, verse two. It talks about being transformed by the renewing of your mind. When you start renewing your mind, you are going to be transformed. And renewing your mind is a continuous process. Second Corinthians 10, four through five. We are called by God to take every thought captive. You have to go to war with every single thought that arises in your mind. I'll give you a perfect example. In the last episode, I talked about my mom and how she had COVID in 2021. Well, 2022 rolls around January and we all get COVID again. And I'm almost in a panic. I pray that she doesn't have to go to the hospital again. I pray that this experience is different. And I find myself kind of losing it. And in that moment, I hear the Lord tell me to remember See, there's power in your ability to remember the things that God has brought you through. Those are the things that you can hold on to that will help you in your next circumstance. So I chose to remember. I chose to renew my mind and check myself, check my thoughts at the door of my mind. Hold on. The same God that brought me through this in 2021 is the same God that is present now in 2022 when I have COVID again. So let me cool it and remember who the God I serve is. Because if he did it before, he can do it again. Philippians 4, 8 through 9 is the blueprint that we can use when it comes to taking our thoughts captive. It says to think about these things that are pure, noble, just, and excellent, and worthy of praise. Think about good things. And then it says to keep putting that into practice. 
so that the God of peace will be with you. One thing that I used to do in 2021 when I was like going through and I really needed help and all that stuff and I really needed to practice renewing my mind, I would carry a journal and every single thought that I had, I would write it down and I would look at it and I would judge it according to the word of God. Because there comes a point in your life where enough is enough and you're tired of being tired. And when you get to that point, you have to get practical. You have to start taking action against the things that are coming up against you. I would look at it, judge it, and then I would replace it with the word of God. So if I was scared and I was worried and that was the thought, oh, I'm scared that my mom's going to have to go to the hospital again. Okay, but scripture says God has not given me a spirit of fear but a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. Oh, he's giving me a spirit of power. That means I have authority. That means I can get down on my knees and go to war if I need to and know that when I pray, he will answer. Sometimes that's what it may take. You gotta allow the word of God to take root within you. Scripture says, let your roots grow down into him and let your life be built upon him. When you do this, your faith grows strong in his truth. But see, the problem is we give up too easily. We give up too quickly. We don't know what it means to be patient and really wait on God. One of the fruits of the Spirit is patience. And we're not clinging to the fruit of the Spirit that's within us as boarding in believers. Instead, we're quenching His Spirit. And then we end up relying on our own strength instead of His, which leads us nowhere. You've got to get clear on the vision. What do you need Him to do? And can you choose to believe Him for who He is? Lift up your head. And don't allow your circumstances to keep you from experiencing him for who he really is. He is the way to the truth that gives us life. And you can't live in truth without him. We are in a season of expectation. Will you choose to believe it? I love y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in to episode two. Episode three drops November 10th. And I can't wait for y'all to hear it. Bye guys.